The Wonderful World of Hallmark Cards by Luke Spencer from Atlas Obscura While visiting a Brooklyn church whose subterranean tunnels were part of the Underground Railroad, I came across an arresting painting. It was a copy of an 1860 oil painting by Eastman Johnson called The Freedom Ring and showed a young slave girl in a red coat. That same year, the congregation at the Plymouth Church of the Pilgrims in Brooklyn Heights, led by Pastor Henry Ward Beecher and brother of activist Harriet Beecher Stowe, had raised enough money to buy her freedom. A caption said the original painting was owned by Hallmark Cards, Inc. of Kansas City, Missouri. Most Americans don't realize that the massively successful greeting card company has its own museum-quality art collection, known as the Hallmark Fine Art Collection which was specially collected over the last century to inspire its staff artists. I sure didn't. But last year, Americans sent around 7 billion greeting cards, over half of which were made by Hallmark cards. All of them required original art. Yet fuzzy animals and Christmas trees are not all you'll find in the company's collection of about 3,800 works in Kansas City. Their vast collection ranges from Norman Rockwell and Salvador Dali to the folk art of Grandma Moses and optical illusion artworks made in the 1950s and 60s. It also includes thousands of Hallmark's own commissioned works, of everything from cats and teddy bears to New England churches and villages covered in snow. This improbable mix of priceless modern art and snuggly card illustrations is surprisingly and utterly charming. My contact at the Hallmark Cards headquarters was Ron Worley, who for many years has worked as the outreach supervisor. Worley tells me how over 500 artists, writers, stylists, photographers, editors, and production staff work there, designing around 10,000 cards a year. But rather than a stale corporate atmosphere, as one might expect at such a large company, walking into Hallmark Cards is like stepping into Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, if it were pastel-colored and located in the middle of an 85-acre complex in the middle of downtown Kansas City. Even more surprisingly, Hallmark, despite its vast size and reach, is still a family-owned company, and largely the vision of a teenager who dropped out of high school. At the turn of the last century, sending postcards was the height of fashion. An enterprising 16-year-old from Nebraska, Joyce Clyde Hall, set up his own part-time business with his two brothers, importing and selling foreign postcards. After quitting school, J.C. Hall took a train to Kansas City with two shoeboxes packed with postcards. Soon, he opened his own stationery store called Hall Brothers. He had a novel gimmick, though. Hall felt that greeting cards sent in sealed envelopes could provide a far more intimate way of sending a personal message than a postcard. At that time, greeting cards were only sent for Valentine's Day and Christmas. In 1919, the Hall Brothers created the first Everyday Card, as they called it then. It featured a line from a poem by Edgar Guest, I'd like to be the kind of friend you've been to me. The Hall Brothers cards proved so popular that sending everyday cards fast became the preferred social custom. In addition to pioneering the idea of sending greeting cards, the Hall Brothers also created another universal holiday ritual. During one Christmas, sales at the store were going so well that they ran out of the tissue paper that, until then, was how Christmas store purchases were always wrapped. Finding an unused stack of nicely decorated French paper that was designed for lining envelopes the Hall Brothers used decorative paper to wrap their holiday items, unwittingly inventing the idea of gift wrap. By the 1920s, J.C. Hall replaced the Hall Brothers logo with the crown and the word Mark, thinking that the name Hallmark would bring to mind the quality and craftsmanship of European gold and silversmiths. 
But at the forefront of J.C. Hall's rapidly growing greeting card business was a love of art. Hall steadily began collecting contemporary art, not only to use on the front of his cards, but also to inspire the artists who worked for him. Feeling that it was crucial for his employees to enjoy and be stimulated by museum-quality art, he started collecting works by the likes of Edward Hopper and British statesman Winston Churchill, and commissioned original works by Salvador Dali and Saul Steinberg. In 1948, he started a lecture program, wherein notable artists would come to Kansas City to give lessons and inspire the Hallmark staff. The first lecturer was Norman Rockwell. But Hall also began hiring full-time painters and illustrators, from veteran fine artists to students fresh out of art school, from painters expert in depicting quaint New England villages to those who loved drawing cats. Hallmark has been producing their own painted cards for nearly a hundred years. One artist has been there over half that time. Mary.